I, I heard you on the radio with Andy Baskin when you did the town hall thing about the. You sit, said you really weren't crazy about the transfer portal, so I thought maybe I would just start with just kind of your some of your feelings on some of the state of college football. Do you are you concerned about what's that's turning into? Well, you know, it certainly is different than it was, you know, for a long, long time. Um, uh, though it is the way that it is right now, and, and the transfer portal, um, I guess it's been ruled that it's okay for um, kids to move from one place to the other and and have no uh, consequences for that. And uh, I'm not sure that's the greatest lesson. I. I I understand why I think it's been ruled that way. You know, the argument is, will coaches leave? So, you know, to better their opportunities, why wouldn't students be able to do? So I guess I understand that, you know, that argument. Um, Although I think students are at a different stage in their life than professionals. um, And that there are some really good lessons to... uh, kind of hanging in there and working your way through and understanding that, you know, things aren't always perfect immediately. And uh, you have to sometimes wait your turn and and, um, grow a little bit. And and I think that's one of the great values of sports is that, you know, it's you leave high school where you're the star and uh, all of a sudden it's tough and that makes you better. And, uh, but anyway, the rules are what they are. And, um, you know, so it's part of college football now. And I don't know that it's a great part, but it is part. And uh, it's going to be interesting, I think, Marla, after a few years of the portal, you know, five or ten years of the portal, it's going to be interesting to see what percent of the students that it helped and what percent, you know, was it maybe a mistake and uh, but again, we don't have enough data, I don't think. Um, so the portal side of things, I'm not a fan, but the rules are the rules. Um, you know, the NIL part of things, I, I think, again, that's part of reality now. And uh, it's probably our own fault that over the last decades and decades and decades, as revenue and interest in collegiate athletics grew and grew and grew and the, the numbers were becoming so high and yet the student athletes weren't necessarily um, enjoying any of that growth and uh, hindsight is easy but we probably should have come up with a way to have the uh, the students um, a part of it whether it was in, you know annuities endowments you know wait and see, you know, put money aside, whatever, but we didn't. And so now we're in this situation. I think back to 2002, and I remember talking to Mike Doss, and he said he did his public speaking final presentation on athletes should be paid. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't, it's just hilarious that that sticks in my mind, but I guess just yeah. with, with everything that's happened, I just keep thinking about that, like, yeah, I mean, maybe if they'd gone about it slowly and back then, you know, we, it, it's like the Wild West now. So it is, um, you know, and I think I think it was probably maybe in the 
40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, maybe even 80s, was a little bit of the Wild West, but there wasn't quite as much interest in it. So, you know, kids might, you know, get a free meal here or there, you know, get a a better paying summer job or whatever. Um, Then I think the 90s and the 2000s and the 2010, that, that 30 years in there, when it became so uh, real that there was so much interest coming from so many directions, I think the focus became on compliance and making sure there was no benefit for kids. And that became like the bullseye. And, and then I think when that happened and the kids weren't even you know, getting a little bit of help along the way, um, that's when it exploded, and and now, like you said, it's it's the wild, wild west, and and I feel for the coaches that have to take time away from helping them become better young men, but spend time having to go out and raise money. Yeah, I was just reading about, I mean, the calendar with the way this all hits with the the portal and the recruiting. Yep. I mean, it's just like. How can you even think about your kids? Like no, right? I mean, and you saw what it did. The bowl games. I mean, the bowl games were irrelevant at best. Right? Can you can you think of a good bowl game? I mean, it's uh, where you know both teams played to their ability and had their full team. And you know, I felt so bad for Florida State. Right? Golly. Right. You know, it's uh, so. Again, it's so complex, and I don't pretend to have the answers, but obviously the bowl games, especially when they go to a 12-team playoff, may become less relevant, and I feel terrible for all those communities that for all those years had that tradition of you know people coming to their community and, and uh, teams being so excited to be there. And, and, uh, but, you know, I'm afraid that's... I, I, I don't know what the future of bowl games will be, you know, unless somehow it's tied to the playoffs. But then those communities will have to move which week. Right. You know, which, you know, they're so used to having their volunteers over the holidays. So anyway, yeah, it's it's um, it is a um, you know, it's right now a lot of a lot of unknown. 